Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. everybody welcome to mind gap podcast i am doug i am justinian justinian the legend you've heard about him he's the classic whaler off the coast of finicus right i am the cleric bard of the north seas because nothing keeps those sailors wives company <coughs> like justinus justinius right. justinius the Cleric Bard. The Cleric Bard, who sings yep. the ladies and says, hey, don't Brand worry, new. your sailors will make it home. But until they do, I will keep you company. That's right. That's how I roll. Twiddle-dee-dee, twiddle-dee-doo. I will just uh, make love to you until your man comes home. And then we won't talk about this. Sexual healing! <laughs> Sexual healing! Sexual world! I can't wait until you make your character in D and D. Yeah, it'll be so. Much I'm gonna fun. have the thing is you're gonna have to give me some sort of rules, uh, rules or guidelines because I will make ungodly hybrids that should never see the light of day. Well, you you'll have a I list to choose from. Like you get you know you'll have some stuff you get to choose from. You don't get to okay. like make your race or anything like that. You know that's you know that's not how that works because you know. Each each thing comes with different abilities and things like that. So you know, I'll be I'll be right. kind of curious. And there's crazy shit that you can make. I don't even have all the potential stuff that you can make because they constantly come out what are called source books that allow you access yeah. to different races and classes and shit like that. But like, you could be like a rabbit. <laughs> there you go. You could be an elephant. You could be <coughs> uh, there's like kitty cats. There's lions. There's humans. Dwarves. I want to be half human. Half mage, half elven, and half kitty. Well, you can be a half elf. That's definitely a, a class. So no, I said what I said. I know what you said. I, this is what I want. A mage is a class. Uh, sure. Half elf is, is a race. So yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm gonna need my handheld hardcore. No problem. I'll walk you through it all, <laughs> and I can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. So. So could I wait? Could I be a rabbit mage then? If yes, a mage is you can class? be a rabbit wizard. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Oh boy, so many classes to choose from, and then within those classes, Justin, are subclasses. Nope. There's specializations within those classes as to what you want to be. 
Like say, for example, you want to be a rogue, you know, a sneaky, stealthy rogue. Right. Well, there's other different types of rogues you can be. You could be like okay. an assassin. You could okay. be a swashbuckler. Like a communications major? You could be, exactly, right? What are you, what are you minoring in, you know? <laughs> yeah, philosophy. Yeah, obviously. there you go. You know, you could be like a, a, I don't know, there's like a arcane trickster that kind of uses a little bit of magic in what they do, you know? There's all sorts of stuff you can do. It gets, it gets incredible. So it'll be, it'll, it'll be overwhelming, fun. but I promise you, I'll walk you through it and we'll have fun. <laughs> overwhelming is the word I was looking for. Yes. I've had so much fun testing this out so far. Uh, so yep. I want to do a shout out to Noah, Wolf, Alpaca, uh, Emilio, and his wife, Clarissa. They've all been helping me test it out. And we had a tremendous session last week where it ended with me role playing with myself. I was playing two characters and there was a confrontation I had between myself and it was so much fun and they all are doing great. So it's been, it's been wonderful. So I usually that only happens after a night of heavy drinking, so. right? Where I have yeah. an argument with myself, <laughs> <laughs> all the other Dougs inside have a beef with practical Doug, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey man, you need to cool it. Okay. Yeah. Like, hey. practical is like, it doesn't make sense for me to cool it. No, no, no. You guys are out of line, and we're going to get through this. All right, we can't. Right. We got to stay on target. All right. Stay Somehow, practical Doug is remains sober when you've been drinking. Heavily. Practical Doug doesn't get drunk. No, at all. Yeah. Which practical is Doug, drunk Doug just gets. I've never been drunk, but I imagine all the other Dugs just get louder. <laughs> yes. And he's just trying to be like, "Hey guys," and they're just like turning up the music. You know, they turn up the knob, and it's like and you it's can't dead. be heard. So, practicality goes out the window for sure. <laughs> So, uh, real quick, I want to do a quick celebration uh, for myself. This shirt right here, Jill bought this for me like, I don't know, five, six years ago. And I never wore yeah. it because it didn't fit. And now it fits. It fits really well. It's very comfortable. And I feel very good in it. It feels great. Aren't you glad you saved the thing? It's one of those things where, you know, I, I kept it because I just liked it. It's like, this is a nice shirt. I'm like, maybe someday I'll be able to put it on and feel comfortable. And I do. Yeah. Today was that day. Have anything on it, or is it just a, just a plain a, shirt? A, just a nice plain shirt. Yeah, it's a plain shirt. Yeah, yeah. nice. I, I just liked it, and I was like, "I'll hang on to it, maybe one day." Congrats! Thank you. You Thank should you feel very, very proud of. It. There's nothing better than holding on because I've got a couple of things in my closet that, man, I'm a, I'm at the point now where I'm like, it might just be time to cut this loose. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of things where I'm like, that's gross. I don't want that anymore. Uh, but there's other ones where I'm like, this is a good shirt. I'd feel right. bad just getting rid of it. Like I used to have just a whole bunch of polo shirts. And I'm like, I don't wear these anymore. I need to donate these because yeah. I'm not. They're taking up space. They're taking up my precious hangers. I only have a certain amount of hangers, right? I can't. <laughs> well, there was a, there they're was occupying a hangar real estate, you know. Shirts. Yeah, and even yeah. then, it's fine. I look back, I'm like, I didn't even fit into those polos back then. That was really, really bad. Not yeah. good. <laughs> not a good look. But hey, we evolve. We move on. Eching, Darwin, all that shit. So That's you right. know, life finds a way. Life finds a way. Natalie is so excited for that fucking movie. Is she? She's so excited for that fucking movie. She tonight she goes, Dad, when is the new dinosaur movie come out? The new she's like the new Jurassic World. I'm like, comes out this Friday. She goes, but we're going the next Friday to go see it. I'm like, yes, we're not going opening weekend. We're going the weekend after. Good honor. So she is she's prepared. She's been asking about it quite a bit. So I'm very (laughs) excited. Have you been showing her all of Jamie Jurak's interviews to prep Natalie? 
Oh my God, dude, I cannot. She's living her best life. Y'all. I'm so happy for her and so just elated for what she's doing. If you don't remember, Jamie Jurak's been a guest on here multiple times and she is a contributor to comic book uh, resources or CBR or whatever it's called. Um, I think it's just comicbook.com. Maybe it's comicbook.com. And she has gotten to interview the cast of Jurassic you know, world dominion. She got to interview, uh, who the fuck else? I mean, she's been talking to everybody. Like, well, most recently, oh. yeah, it was Pratt and Bryce Dallas. Howard, Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Oh Laura Dern. Yeah. The shit that she put in there. She keeps showing them tattoos that she has of them or their characters. And they're constantly blown away. They're like, Oh my God. Like she had yeah. one of Laura Dern from, uh, the last Jedi, like <laughs> on her shoulder. And she goes, Oh, her reaction was the fucking best. Was legitimately surprised. Like yeah. you got that character, right? Yeah. yeah, it was. It's amazing. So if you don't follow her, she's at yeah. Jamie Cinematics on Twitter. You can follow her on um, Instagram. She's just yeah. absolutely amazing. She's a wonderful human. I'm so lucky that I got to be in conservatory with her at Second City. She's a huge nerd. Yeah, way she's nerdier well, than I ever was. And well worth the follow on Instagram, and then. Go back and check out some of her appearances here and then yes. uh, on some of the other podcasts she does. She's just she is working so hard right now and just and and knocking it out. So. She's, she's yeah, I that's one of those things where you know you talk about you see people being successful and some people are like, hmm, meh, how come yeah. they get to I'm like, no man, fucking I'm so thrilled to yeah. see her just I'm like she's this is perfect. this is the perfect yeah. thing for her. She has such a knowledge of TV in particular yeah. and movies and she loves it. She is a diehard fan yeah. of that stuff and it's just like goddamn like it's it's <laughs> makes me so happy. Yeah, Hello cool. to you Emilio, you beautiful beautiful man. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> it's true. So I've also coached Natalie tonight. I said, "Hey, uh, you know, I got to remind you of the rules when we go back to the movie theater because it's been a while. Oh, since okay. You've been there. And uh, number one is we don't talk during the movie. So shut it. All right. Questions. I go, number one rule. And Jill goes, we get popcorn. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we get popcorn. And then Nelly goes, and chocolate chips. I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. But we're going to get, but number one rule is don't talk. Right. Also, mom and dad haven't seen this. So don't ask questions, <laughs> which goes in line with rule number one, which is don't talk because mm-hmm. we'll talk about it after, but we don't, we don't know. So, right. Natalie, you can be on the podcast. We'll break it down, whatever you want. Yeah. Don't talk during the film. Yeah. No. Shush, shush, shush. Okay. None now, of this. How confident are you that she's going to abide by the rule? Oh, it's, it'll be good because I'll just tell her, hey, remember, because I prepped yeah. her before, before the first time she went. We went through a lot of that sort of like, hey, remember, this is what we do when we're yeah. at the, we read this story called the book of, I think it was like something called good manners. And it was about a bunch of animals and showed them having bad manners and good manners. And okay. one of them was like a lion roaring loudly. It's like, Hey, there's nothing wrong with being loud, but there's certain places where you have to be quiet. And I turned to her, I go like, where she goes like the library and the movie theater. I'm like, exactly. You know? Fuck. Yes. Yes. She gets it. This kid gets it. Yeah. So she, she uh, yeah. So, um, it's awesome. very cool. So, uh, real quick before we get started, uh, guys, do all the things that you're supposed to do, okay? Like, subscribe, share us around, do all those things, rate, review, take care of that. If you want to support us, check out Patreon, patreon.com slash mygetpodcast. Check out our merch, uh, merchbubble.com. And, uh, you know, merchbubble.com? Merch, merchbubble? 
was I don't even know, man. Probably Redbubble. Redbubble. Merch yeah. bubble. Yeah, Redbubble. <laughs> I was like, up. wait, did we change again? I, as soon as I said, I'm like, that's probably not right, but whatever. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, check out the description uh, in our YouTube uh, for the link to our Discord if you want to join us and hang out with us there. And check out our live streams, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Central for the podcast, Saturdays, 8 p.m. Central, where I host a video game stream. So go do all those things. Support us. We, yeah. we, we appreciate you. We appreciate it means a lot. We appreciate what you do. Now, Justin. Yeah, Doug. How was your week, man? It was good. Hey, real quick, when I mute myself, can you, is it muting or can, mm -hmm. am I still? Yeah, through? I haven't heard you cough. Okay, good. Because I, uh, it's going to be all the whole podcast. You and, sick? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know with what I'm on the, I'm on the tail end of it. Uh, okay. I've taken my COVID tests and they're all negative, but, uh, I think it's just a sinus thing. Kind of the, the weather changing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I just don't want to, uh, I don't want to have that uh, coming through. So what good. are you a doctor? Oh yeah. So that's how my week's been great. I got my PhD. Nice. My, my, my MD actually is more specific. I got both. Yeah. Yeah. You got your MD, my dick. Yep, I got my M. I got my PhD in MDs. In my dicks. Yep. And so I'm all set now. Yep. There you go. I know everything. <laughs> tell me more about my dicks. <laughs> it's been a really good week. Uh, I tell you, man. I'm just yeah, like just filling holes left and right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my dicks. My dicks. My dicks. Um. No, it was a good week. I don't, uh, don't nothing in particular interesting happened over the weekend. I feel like this was one of the first weekends that was a little more low key. Uh, wasn't feeling great, so you know, um, yeah. I, oh, I bought a kayak. There's, there's an interesting. You're a captain now. I'm a, I'm a sea. I'm a, I'm a uh, ship owning, uh, seafaring captain now. So you are the captain now. I am the captain now. And I request that you only call me Captain. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Seaman. Yeah, I, uh, I have not gotten a chance to take it out yet uh, due to um, scheduling conflicts, but mm -hmm. I'm very excited. I've been eyeing up all the places around here that I can I can drop in and shove off. You're like, there's a puddle outside of my neighbors. I'm going to drop that in. <laughs> You know. There is a little, there's a, like a little development or like a subdivision behind our apartment complex and they have one of those little ponds with like the three, you know, it's very serene, very manicured and landscaped. And they've got the pond with the three fountains that run through the houses. And I was like, I just want nothing more than to drop the kayak in there and just do laps and piss all those people off. It's like, gotta get my sweat on, you know? Hey, Jim. Hey, <laughs> I'm going through the fountain. Yeah. You're like a little kid. Going through just the get up real early and do it too. Like yeah. just 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, sir, sir, no, no, You're no. Like, doesn't say no kayaking. Though. Says no swimming. Doesn't say anything about right. kayaking. You check your signs because this captain is pushing on. <laughs> check your signs because this captain is pushing on. <laughs> And that is the pull quote for the episode. Yep, there you go. Um, yeah, what was uh, what was your weekend like? What did you do? Uh, so we, um, what did we do? Oh, we finished uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Nice. So which was good. How long did that take you? You finished it. We started it the week prior because we had finished Kong Skull Island. And we had some time. We're like, we could start the next one, but we're not going to be able to finish it. So we we watched that. Natalie enjoyed yeah. it. 
And then we turned on Prehistoric Planet on Apple Plus. I started, no, sorry, I, I jumped into, it had been started on my TV. I jumped into it late and I couldn't really figure out. I'm like, wait, so is this real? I, yes. <laughs> is this CG? I feel like this is fake. How did they film this? <laughs> no, I uh, I couldn't figure out. I thought it was going to be more like dino, but it was. it felt more like an actual David Attenborough sea documentary mm-hmm. like yeah. just about the ocean like i couldn't figure out i'm like where did the dinosaurs play to this maybe i didn't watch the right one I don't Wait, know. what <laughs> well the first the first one is like ocean coast. or water coast yeah. so i towards i i was, must have been towards the end and it was just talking about like f- photo plankton or whatever the luminescence like it, yeah. it felt like a normal uh-huh. ocean documentary and i was like this doesn't Wait, feel very dinosaur was beth watching this or something without you yes Okay, you're like yeah. I just came in like midway through. I'm like, it was it's not on TNT, yeah, well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, my father-in-law was in town the other week, and it was. I didn't want to get into the whole backstory. It's not important. It had been started on my television. I jumped into it, and I was like, "What is this?" Uh, cool. Look at this yeah. stuff. They're, they look. They're telling me that if the males can sync up, you know, with the females and their lights, then they'll remain mates. You know? Right. Just yeah. like traffic lights do. Exactly. Because that's how traffic lights mate. You they know? mate for life, man. Yeah. yeah they do. Traffic lights They're mate very monogamous. <laughs> it's like traffic lights. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. Like Natalie loves dinosaurs. She's yeah. she's fucking just absolutely bonkers over it. So I threw it on and she was just like So it is a recommended watch then. Like oh, start yeah. off and beginning and go through. Yeah, I recommend it. I mean it's it's a it's a really cool just look at it like it's a nature documentary, but it's about dinosaurs. And, you know, yeah. they've done research on how they've come to these conclusions. And it's narr- narrated by David Attenborough. So, you know, it's that That was the other sexy. thing that I wanted to know. Maybe they do talk about that. I didn't see the, the, the preamble into it. But I was like, how a lot of this shit has to be best guesses. Like, no. there's like, how do they know? How do they know all the shit that they claim to know about? about this is uh, like Justin know, in space and math again, where he's yes. like, how do they know? We're just going to take their know. word for it? Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> how do we know? How do they know they're not bamboozling us? Yeah. I don't want to be hornswoggled. Well, they say that if you want the science behind it, like there's an extra thing you can check out to learn more about how they've come up with this sort of stuff, so, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, I just imagine it was David Attenborough reading a lot of pop-up books, and he's yeah, just like, go. I've got an idea. Well, it's funny because it starts off with, uh, you know, the murder of a T-Rex's, you know, child. So, And do they solve the murder by the end? I mean, you know who did it. <laughs> They're going to turn this into a real a true crime podcast, aren't they? Yeah. No, and, and Natalie was like, I was sitting there going, oh, shit, I should warn Natalie that I don't know exactly what this is, but based on how this is shaping up, I'm like, you're going to learn what nature is real fast. Right. <laughs> and sure enough, one of the T-Rex babies gets eaten yeah. by a, a water monster. So, oh boy. you know, just, whoop, it's gone. Does um, uh, This might be completely uh, an unnecessary path, but like, does the T-Rex go on like a revet? Like, does it follow the T-Rex? Is there a narrative to this? Because it sounds like there's a narrative to this. Uh, I mean, like, does the T Rex go after the water monster then? No. Why would okay. it? I don't know. What do you think but this just is the way it's this setting ain't Bruce it up, Willis. You know, it's started. It this isn't Liam Neeson. You know, T Rex baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not snatched in the middle of the night. They're crossing. They're actually something that blew my mind was 
T-Rex is apparently our perfect design for swimming, which I would have thought is bullshit with their little arms. Really? But, you know, based on how That's they should, like, because of the way that their their body just is sort of, like, aligned and they have their giant legs, it's like yeah. they're actually, they make great swimmers. I'm like, really? Did the T-Rex baby know this? Because obviously not. It was just, it was falling behind and then easy pickings for the monster just oh, grabbed it. Apparently, it's not uncommon with T-Rex broods. They usually have about 12 babies, and a lot of them don't make it. So, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, there you go. Do, they, do T-Rexes lay eggs? Yes. Because they're so reptiles. They multiple, multiple eggs, mm-hmm. and a lot of them didn't make it. Yeah. They start with some, but just nature just says, no, you can't have all those. It's too powerful. Okay. That's OP. We're going to balance this in the next patch update. So, we're going to yeah. nerf... This. We're gonna balance this in the next patch update. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, it was great. Natalie loved it. We watched the first two episodes. We watched Coasts and Deserts, which was really cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was just it's it's a fun, interesting way of you know looking at this sort of stuff. And she loves dinosaurs, so it was awesome. So yeah, that's awesome. Twas a good time. Twas, twas a, a good time. Twas a good time for all. We had a good time, and I also just like fell into watching a shitload of TV. Like I haven't watched a lot of shows in a long time, and poof, boy, I went caught hard. Up in some shit. Yeah, went hard, man. I got all caught up on Stranger Things. I watched all of season three. I watched all of season four up to its current point. Yes, sir. And I just finished the first three episodes of The Boys. Um, which, by the way, really shout out to your boy, your actor guy, who was in episode one of The Boys from uh, uh, Sid Penrose, the lead I actor. He, uh, yeah, for those who, who are familiar with Sid Penrose, Kyle Mack played Tony in the first episode of uh, season three of The Boys. And uh, he, he was great for that episode. <laughs> and that's all we'll say. That's all we'll say. Yep. I mean, I'd love to talk to him and be like, dude, what was that experience like? Because that was pretty wild. Like, Right? Oh, man, that was so cool. I was so excited to see him. I'm like, good for him. He's yeah, really right? Fucking doing it. That's Another fantastic. person just like super happy that they're making it happen you fucking know? get it man fucking get it um that that opening of episode one though oh boy <laughs> was that in the comics here's the thing yeah uh the boys comic uh are pretty brutal and pretty sexual uh and this show does not follow the comics very closely it's oh, okay. inspired heavily by the comics um, okay. which I'm a okay with like they've taken it and made it their own. And there's, there's some, you know, character names obviously are very, very similar. Some of the genders are swapped, which is interesting. Okay. Uh, in the show, uh, Mallory, uh, is a woman in the comics. It's a uh, man. A okay. train is a white dude. in The comics. It's a black man. Interesting. In, okay. And in, in, in the deep barely has any time in the comics. But the deep has a huge part in the show, and I'm here for all of it. I think it's awesome, and I love yeah. what they've done. They've kind of adapted it to current situations and things like that, uh, you know, based off current culture and whatnot. And I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. I think the show does a phenomenal job. It's well acted. It's bonkers. Yeah, it's wild. It's violent, and it's hilarious at the same time. We have a, a group chat at work that uh, is a, just a bunch of nerds, and <clears throat> one of the guys in the chat has both read the comics and is a fan of the show. Another guy in the chat had never read the comics, and they were kind of talking today. And uh, he goes, "So, so you know," uh, he's like, the, "The guy who had not read the comics, he's like, so how 
how is episode three? I haven't started it yet. Is it worth it? And the guy who had read the comics is like, oh, it's worth it. Uh, he goes, I'll say this. It's a great show. Similar to what you said, like all the like they're making it there on this and this and this. He goes, the one thing I'm a little upset about is they haven't even they haven't even cracked the surface of the debauchery and the grossness that the comics get into, the graphic novel gets into. He goes, I would love to see them dip their toe into that. He goes, because it is barely, barely touching the surface. I don't feel like we need that. (laughs) I really don't. And I haven't read them either. So I'm just like, I all I I hearken back to the story you told of when you were reading it, coming to work on the train when we worked together. And I remember you said you opened up the book and it was a two-page panel of just a hardcore orgy. Yep. And just dicks and holes and tits and like yeah, everything. It's, it's from uh, the, the it was from the arc known as Hero Gasm, is what <clears> it was there called. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I remember you saying you immediately slammed it shut. Yeah. Well, I held it a little bit closer and I was like, and you're like, I shouldn't. Yeah. And then Doug, that's when Doug realized that there are some things that are public reading material and there's some things that should only be enjoyed in the privacy of your own home. I also gifted that very first volume to uh, someone who reported to me at work for a uh, Secret Santa uh, event. And I realized as I handed to her, I was like, hey, Jamie Yates, who's been on this podcast a couple times. I was like, Jamie, here you go. By the way, it's not safe for work. And I started thinking to myself, I wonder if this was a good good gift. I'm like, I think it's a great gift. But from a manager to a direct report, probably not. So also a male manager to a female, uh, you know, she's super into comics. So it was like, it was, it wasn't like, I don't want this. I'm like, you're going to have this. But I was like, yeah, "Ah," you know, uh, you know, that is a gift that every one of those HR training videos is designed. Like that is the exact gift that those HR training videos are like, is this a good idea for Todd to give Mary this gift? You know? Yeah. But here's the thing. What those don't tell you about is that you don't have a rapport, you know? Like, right. you know, Todd and Mary don't know each other. No, they don't know each other. It's like, yeah. hey, check out this really cool comics. I don't like to read, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I took a turn. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I can't read. I can't read. He's Thanks making lot, fun of God. her disability. <laughs> don't That's do that. It's like, no, man, what's in there? It's bad. It's worse. It's worse than the fact that she can't read. <laughs> um, no, like, yeah, there's there, there was just. Um, it's really just, yeah, there was some really disgusting parts. Like at one point, uh, there was, um, I, I mean, potential spoilers, I guess if they end up doing this in the show, I don't think they will, but, uh, Huey sort of, um, infiltrates a group, a superhero group. And, um, it's essentially like a disgusting frat house of dudes and yeah. they have a room that's just like a theater and it's basically where they all will sit down naked and watch porn. And they have like a box of Kleenex within every single like seat with lotion. They're in the cup holders like on either side. And sometimes like they will, they, they basically will jerk each other off. Like they'll reach over and do each other like while, while they're watching the, it's just, I'm like, yeah, we don't, we don't need, that doesn't necessarily further anything. In the, we get it. Right. These are bad people, you know, like this is not cool. <laughs> Now, let me ask you, I'm not to, again, not to deviate down a road too much, but this is mind gap. Um, it is. Do you, did, was there any point in the comics or in the graphic novels when you were reading them that you thought unnecessary? Like, were they, were you just like, this is 
gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous and it does not further the plot or did everything kind of hit for you? Well, I think what it was is they set the tone right out of the gate. So you understand kind of the level of violence that exists. Like if you watch the show, um, it it starts. What's up? Did the show open the same Well, I was going to say, like, how Huey is dating someone and then that person dies. Mm-hmm. Exact same way in the comic. Like, basically, they get absolutely exploded by A-Train. Right. He's just running really fast, like, through just, you know, everything like that. So, that's one of the first things you see. Okay. And you're like, cool. So, and it's a panel of just, like, pure blood and disgustingness. And then you also just, there's a lot of just sexuality and stuff that happens to the point where you begin to expect it from the soups. From okay. the supers because they are just a bunch of idiots. That's that's not totally fair to say. I mean, they've been you know experimented on and stuff like that, but they they are not trained. No. They are complete corporate, you know, entities that exist to make money, and they just yeah. they're a bunch of they're not they're not good enough at everything. But you also realize that they, it's the idea of like if you had these powers, what would you really do with them? You know, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's it's hypersexualized. So long way to answer to your question is I don't think it it probably got close a couple of times where I'm like, okay, we get it, you know, like we got yeah. that this character is, you know, four foot nine and they need a monster, you know, vibrator to get them off. You know, it's just you know, there's some of that stuff, but it's also it's so existent in the world that you sort of adapt to it relatively quickly. Okay. Interesting. It's kind of like the the new anime. I watched based on uh, Chris from uh, First Encounter Podcast. He, he recommended uh, Doro Hodoro. And yes. uh, I checked it out. And that's something where it starts out wild and crazy. And you're like, uh, okay, um, what? And then if you stick with it, you slowly get, you're like, oh, this is the world. And they leave little breadcrumbs and you start to see a larger story and picture. And the characters develop a little bit more. There's no shopping episode like from sword art online where they do heavy exposition dumps and everything like that they're like hey we're gonna start in the middle of a fight between a guy with a crocodile for a head who's fighting a bunch of guys with weird masks who are using magic and he bites down on a dude's head and that dude is in his mouth sees another guy that's in this crocodile's mouth and that guy says you are not the one and then he lets him go and you're like what huh and you stick with it. And it's like, wow, this guy with a crocodile for head really loves pot stickers. All he wants is gyoza. He's like, gyoza. He's just like a real kind of goofy guy who loves to eat. And you're like, huh? But little by little, they tell you the rules of the universe. You get to see some stuff. It's totally weird. But like three or four episodes in, you've adapted. You understand. Okay. And it's a very creative way of exposing you to a weird world and universe. And okay. I'd say the boys kind of does something similar where it's like, yeah, this is the real world, but superheroes live in it and they're assholes and they're yeah. dipshits. So yeah. here we go. You know, so buckle in because you're up you're in right. for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed the show. And it, it's so funny because I thought it was only going to be one episode like a week. So when yeah. I finished the first episode, it's like play episode two. I'm like, well, yeah. OK. OK. And then I finished episode. Yeah. It's like play episode three. I'm like, what's going on? I didn't think this was how it was going to go. <laughs> yeah. And it was, yeah, I kept going. I'm like, yeah, this well, is this is Come cool. August, you're going to have another uh, another gra- ad- adapted graphic novel to to consume on the old flicks of net. Goddamn right. Uh, Man, that looked good. The new Sandman trailer came out. 
uh, oh, yesterday buddy. at the time of recording this. And holy shit, does that one look good? It looks so good. Uh huh. Yeah. And if I you have am, not checked that trailer out, go check out the full trailer. It's everywhere, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's every, yeah, you 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 won't have any trouble finding it. But and yeah, I'll say I'm, this: <clears throat> I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, I was just going to say I'm ex- I'm thrilled for it. I'm excited to see what the Corinthian looks like. There are some there are some panels or there are some shots that lo- that were directly taken from the comic. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing is it doesn't look at least this point like it's 300ing it mm-hmm. where they're just going to do a shot for shot adaptation. They've gotten some like iconic panels that they're recreating and then some they're obviously taking their own way with the story. And so it's, it's good. Very excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, the first teaser that came out, I was excited just because of the concept of it. Um, yes. I didn't think it looked great as far as quality. It kind of reminded me of you know, a little bit above a CW kind of like show looking, but I was excited because of what it was implying. It's like, we caught someone. It's like, who did we catch? It's like, you know, oh, it's not death. It's like, no, but that could still be bad sort of situation because the conceit of this show is that Sandman is one of the seven endless. And this guy who's obsessed with basically living out the, you know, living forever tries to capture death. But he acts instead. He accidentally grabs Dream, also known as Morpheus, also known as all these other names, and he captures him. And he wants Dream to essentially tell him the secrets, but Dream won't tell him. And that, that's like the first three pages of the right. comic, and then it goes from there. As you know, he, he breaks out of his prison and, and tries to see what's going on. I think they've but cast the entire it. time that he was in there. Dream. No one had any. No one has dreamt. Well, some people have well, dreamt, but right. yes. there's the no law because he was yeah. the one that managed the world of sleep, dreams, nightmares, and things like that, and all that stuff ran amok. Some people sleep, like went to sleep, never just kept sleeping, you know, forever and ever, yeah, ever. Some people yeah. had nightmares forever. Like it's the nightmares that were under his employ kind of wandered off and did their own thing. And yeah, it's, it's cool interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think um, the first book will probably be the easiest one to adapt after that. I Again, I, I'm totally cool. If they want to go with the boys on this one and just be inspired by it and do it, I think there's That'd a lot cool. of leeway here to do whatever they want to do. And yeah. I'm, I know I'm open to of, it. There's been a lot of call online for the a Doll's House to be... To be, be cool at, with Doll's like, House. That, that one, like, I, I've seen a lot of people throwing that out there saying like they this is one that they need to do and i'm like well they would have to if they want to truly follow the story like because there's there's a few very what what's great about the sandman comics is it's kind of a linear story but told in a very unique way mm-hmm. in that you have volumes that are straight story and then you also have volumes that are full of short stories right. and those short stories really sort of build out the world and the backstory to not just dream, but to other characters that better enhance like right. the world. And it's told through different perspectives and things like that, which are, and there's some volumes where dream is a cameo. Like, yeah, exactly. He'll pop yeah. in. You're like, Hey, there's the guy. And you've been focused on all this other stuff. And he just sort of shows up and he's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's me. You know, and you're like, Oh shit. So, there's so much to work with. Like it's a very rich universe with yeah. so many great stories. And I am, hey, if they stay pretty close to, it seems like they're going to stay pretty close to the first volume where he's probably going to try and go get his 
you know, his equipment his, that was his stolen. House back in order. Yeah. Yeah. You see the shot with the guy holding the amulet with a gem, which is, yep. boy, that could be a real fun episode because that was a super interesting leg of that journey whereas that guy tells a story about what he does in the diner that with that gem that is I forget that was the diner episode right yeah that was wild yeah that was very very interesting um but yeah i am super pumped i think they got some great casting Mm -hmm. um i think they've done a wonderful job and i i cannot wait to and it just it looks good it just looks really good i'm gonna have to go back and and uh rewatch the teaser trailer because i don't remember I don't remember how bad it looked, so I got to go back and see it again. I want to sort of like, I don't know. I just remember looking at it and the quality just seemed, it, it caught my attention and not in a good way. Right. And I, oh, think, that, I mean, that definitely happens. Yeah. It wasn't awful, but I was also like, <laughs> whereas this if one seemed like. If it pulls you yeah. into thinking that, then there's something wrong there. I was a little sure. concerned. Uh, yeah. This looked, you know. Yep. way way different so i'll be curious because if they follow pretty close to the comics if they stay pretty close i'll be curious to see what the reception is because sandman is just a unique story there's nothing like it neil gaiman there's no one like neil gaiman and no. how he creates and crafts that sort of stuff so i'll be very curious to see um what people think about it. that's one of the few things that i've reread a bunch of times yeah, like I've reread that entire arc like two or three times, all the way through, and I really there enjoy is it. Uh, on Amazon they've got three compendiums, really beautifully leather bound compendiums cool. of the same. And when we get when we finally land in our house and I get the office and I get some bookshelves up, those are the first three things that are going. I'm gonna I I want to buy those and I want to put those on the bookshelf. That's awesome. Those, those need to be up there because That's I, actually I, something, I, like, you need to rewatch, you need to read this. As I'm looking at my, at my collection of stuff, because some of the ones that I bought are a little beat up. Like yeah. they, they didn't stand the test of time. That might be something fun to invest in. It's so funny because Natalie occasionally will come over and just like pull stuff off my shelf. And I'm like, Hey, let's pull, put that away. Um, <laughs> you going to put all the boys on the top. And yeah, yeah. She hasn't gotten into the boys yet. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're not getting to there. Uh, but she pulled down. My brother bought me a couple of uh, like horror mangas. Um, I've read okay. one and she was like looking at it. I'm like, yay, why don't you grab? I'll take that. That one's <laughs> Let's not look at that. That's here's scary. A, here's a fat man. Yeah. Yeah. She likes to, she loves the killing joke. She pulls that one down all the time. Nice. She's like, dad, what happened to the girl? I'm like, she got shot. She's paralyzed. Next, next, next picture. Like just, why did she get shot? Ah, it's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> How do you describe chaos to a tiny ball of chaos? Right. Yeah. That's, that's difficult to, and I always, I hate saying like, it's complicated. But I'm like, I, you're just not going to get these concepts right now. It's just not well, going to happen. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes yeah. it is just complicated. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it. But I, I think I, there's a bunch of stuff. Like, I hope at some point she does want to check out some of the stuff. I would yeah. love for her to, you know, you know, see The Watchmen, V for Vendetta. She pulls down Spawn from time to time. I'm like, eh, I kind of lost. I, I've got a few of those volumes, and I'm like, I'm good. I don't need yeah. any more of that. So, yeah. But, yeah, Sandman. Curious, can't wait. I'm like, oh, August, but I'm like doing the math. I'm like, that's actually not that far away. No, it's, <laughs> it's like two it's months. Very much not. Yeah, yeah. And we've got you know Captain Marvel coming out. We've or uh, not Miss Marvel coming yeah. out. Um, you know, uh, there's there's plenty to keep us occupied. Oh yeah, through the summer. Also, you know, some people have kayaks. They got to get outside. Right. What I mean, what what else are you gonna do? 
You got to get to right. those kayaks. You got to get to those kayaks. Can't have too much stuff to watch. Yeah, right. You know who yeah. else is really busy? Is who? the fucking Queen of England. <gasps> oh, the Queen of England, yeah. Yes. Uh, this yes. comes as a... We had a request in our Discord from Jared, who said uh, he was really curious as to what our perspective as Americans uh, on the uh, the Queen's Jubilee. Yes. Specifically... Prince Louis's behavior during the Jubilee. Uh, so I'll I'll say this. First off, it's Prince Louis. Oh, that's right. He's not French. He's English. I if uh, Richie, if you're still in the in the chat, um, I'm very curious to get uh, an Englishman's uh, into uh, how, how do you give a shit? I'll tell you, as an American, I don't care. Yeah, I, I'm. Let's just dive into it. It is so far off my radar that not until John Oliver did a bit on it on his last week's uh, this last Sunday's show did I even remember it was happening. Yeah, he says I'm English and proud. I don't give a flying fuck about the Royals. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah, I um That's a pretty. I was gonna say not many people, not many English people do care. I. That was my interpretation. I was like, I feel like that's the general consensus, even amongst Brits, is that it's, yeah, okay, it's happening. That's great. I don't know, because I, I, I imagine there's also some diehard English folks out there who are just, you know, it's like the people who just would love to go and just jerk off our founding fathers, you know? Well, there's diehard people in America who are who yeah. are in love with the with the, the monarch, the, the queen and the whole, yeah. the, the like... The idea of royals and the mm -hmm. oh the, the royal wedding and the the babies and the this that and the other thing and they fucking lose their minds. Well, years ago when the royal wedding happened, when I was working at the hotel, uh, now, this was with Kate Middleton's. Yes, I don't know. Right? I don't yeah. fucking yeah, sure. I don't know whoever got married in like between two thousand six right? and two thousand twelve, yeah. whenever yes. that happened, because that's why I worked on the Essex. <laughs> sure. They're like, we need to put TVs out by the front desk so people can watch it as the wedding happens. I'm like, really? Like, that's... Yeah. I had some really mentally just... I don't know. This girl was had problems. She was like, oh, but it's a real-life princess. We just get to see a real-life princess. I'm like, okay. Just... All right. This girl fell off a motorcycle and got brain damage, and she was a real treat to work with. She had extreme emotional swings. And that's when I learned what, like, what Gary Busey was like was essentially working with with this woman who would start out pleasant and then you say one wrong trigger word and you just hope to God she doesn't have anything sharp near her because she would try to cut you. And it just... The thing is, you say that and some might interpret it as like being hyperbolic. Like, no. I very much believe that that is. I mean, I, I you've told me more stories about. That's not an exaggeration. Like yeah. would try to touch it. Yeah, she was insane. Um, but that being said, like yeah, I, as as I don't care. I don't care about any of that stuff. I, I hate any sort of you know tabloids or just. Did you know that the Earl of Sussex was? Blah, I don't even know what their titles are. Apologies if I'm being, you know what? No, no apologies. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it's it's like the the Duke's Duke of Wellingsbury of Worcestershire. You know was you know 
diddling someone's twat or whatever. I don't know. It's just it's all the stuff that's going on about the, the whatever. Hey, you know, I say it's kudos. What's that? You said like the whole Prince Andrew thing. Yeah. I mean, listen, hey, if, if they're doing awful shit. Yeah. Uh, fuck them. Like, I don't. That's not cool. You know, I don't want any of them right. hanging out with Epstein and doing awful things, you know, and whatnot. That's totally not cool. Um, but I just I don't care about the line of succession because it means nothing right. to me. These are just figureheads. As right. far as I'm concerned, they do have some sort of, um, you know, influence, obviously, over over some things. Uh, people will, will kind of go and get their approval uh, on different right. stuff. But I don't give a shit. Like, but, I, I don't they're care. no longer. I mean, yeah, they're, they're no longer ruling anything, per se. It's yeah. not a you're, you're right. They're figureheads at this point. And it's it, it's holding that majesty, that majesticness, that that romantic notion of of royalty and what used to be in the like there's a there's a lot of lore and story that goes around this and i think that's what a lot of people get swept up in yeah the, that's what you give a shit about it the idea know? of king queen prince yeah, princess castles something and exciting about it but i like lord of the rings as much as the next bloke but you know <laughs> that yeah. shit i don't yeah it doesn't mean shit to me like i don't yeah. i don't care it's like <gasps> prince I don't know. Is it Harry who left? I, I just, I yeah. don't, what, did I get it right? Yep. You got it right. Like, he Harry left the family. I'm like, okay, like just, that's all right. So what? <laughs> yeah. He quit. He quit the monarchy. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Dude's going to go have his life. Good. Good for him. Yeah. I say more power. Yeah. Yeah. What are I don't give do? a shit. Whatever. You know? And there was also like a hyper focus on uh, Prince Lewis. Uh, yes. And his behavior, which it again, Louis. I was just fucking around. I don't yeah, know. It's what true. It I mean, he's yeah, it's probably Lewis. I don't know. Prince Tiny One. Prince Tiny One. Prince yes. Ginger Bollocks is your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Ginger Bollocks and, and the uh, chick from Suits. Oh, is, uh, Ginger Balls. In your, uh, in your neck of the world. Hey, Ginger Balls, you're our problem now, pal. Welcome to the party. Hey, look, he, he knows how to have a good time. We'll take him. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was like some thing. They're like, is is Prince Lewis, is he a spoiled brat or just a four-year-old? And the answer is he's just a four-year-old. Like, Because he apparently was making faces as his, I don't know, some lady was like, hey, don't that's do that. Fun. And he was like, stick it out his tongue and just do whatever. And people were like, is this a spoiled brat? And you said the best thing when we met for the production meeting, which is like, yeah, you're asking a four-year-old to sit and do something boring, like for right. hours. <laughs> sit in a public place, dressed up in a suit for his great-grandmother's celebration. Yeah, like... And and not dick around. Like, he can't be on a tablet. He can't do... Like, no, I don't care how much decorum you're supposed to have as a royal. That may come with age, you know? Prince Ginger Bollocks may be able to sit there and uh, be okay with it, you know, or Prince Q-Ball may be able to sit there and be okay with it. We're being just horrible to these people right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a four-year-old. He's going to, he's going to move around. He's going to be, he's going to test authority. He's, he's four. He's going to be like, I don't want to be here. Can we do he's anything not, else? He's not spoiled or, or, no. or wrong for he's fucking four. Listen, as an adult, that would be torture for me. To sit yeah. there and just be like, look happy. For the if you and I were there, I'd have made faces at you. Oh, my God. We would have had so much fun if it was you and I. There's <laughs> no one I want more in a stuffy situation than you. Because 
I will be endlessly entertained because I, I said this many times when I get into situations where you're supposed to act a certain way, usually proper, that's when my brain can't really handle it. And I start doing like making really inappropriate jokes all the time. I whisper to people around me nonstop, just like, and it's just, I can't help myself. And I I just, cause that's the only way I know how to deal with a situation where I'm like, this is all pomp and circumstance. I don't want to be here. This is a facade. This is just a bunch of hot air. Get me the fuck out of here. Like I, this is how I'm going to, the best example is a wedding. I can't, I don't like going to weddings. Noah, can't wait to be to your wedding, buddy. I don't like going to weddings. <laughs> nice save. But, but, but let me say more specifically in like the traditional sense, like we're going to go to a church. We're going to sit here. We're going to pray. We're going to do all this bullshit. And I'm just sitting there looking around. Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than going into a church. I'm like, I don't like anything about this place. This place just reeks of don't do anything. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, don't do this. It's like, and there's nothing better than like, let us pray or let's sing. And then you get up and you're just like, ha, da, da, da. And then, then of course, what happens is that's where my brain just goes, let's make fun. Let's make fun of all this. What's a favorite song? I guess I'm on fire and now I think I'm ready to bust a move. Check it out. I'm rocking steady to the beat in my head. It goes, oh, 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 I know that she's the only one. You know, just whatever. I, I, I There's nothing worse. You took the words out of my mouth. Than dealing with just stuffy situations like that. Yeah. And all you can do is be like, when is this over? And to be honest, it's like it's like a graduation. Yeah. Shit like that only matters to the people that are in it. Yeah. Nobody else cares. And I think we all as a society need to stop pretending that we do care. Because we don't. We do not care. That's fair. Listen, I'm happy for people that are getting married. Congratulations. Let's make this quick. Let's make this snappy. Let's because get let's get to the good part. Let's I love nothing more than someone's like, hey, you know, my friend's going to marry us. Like, I know you've done that before. Like, yes, yeah. let's do that. Let's make I've, it more I personal. formed two weddings myself. And when Beth and I got married, we had someone. You did it yourself. I did it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I it, was really weird. it was a ventriloquist act. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> it was so cool. But yeah. family loved it. You know, they yeah. were entertained. You know? Oh, my God. I killed. I yeah. absolutely killed that day. Man, this guy, yeah, it was so good. The the yeah. the jokes Standing that this ovation. guy told. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take my wife, yeah. please. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I did uh I did uh, Jeff Dunham. It was uh was <laughs> Which character did he use? All of them. All of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I can't handle stuffy situations like that. I just I can't it's it Something goes off in my head where I'm like, I have to act a certain way and I refuse. I just, especially when I'm like, this is not necessary. Practical Doug actually is the catalyst for the bad behavior because Practical Practical Doug's like, we really don't need to do all this. This could be resolved extremely quickly. The pageantry needs to stop because we need to go do more important things. And I think I get angry and I get frustrated with that. And so then I start acting out like a child. I've just had a breakthrough. I'm this is probably one of the most therapeutic episodes I think we've ever done. I, I did, the learning. I just realized now I just broke that down in my head. Like that's that's how I handle stuffy yeah. situations where I'm just like, this is dumb. We, we can we please just I don't like it. I don't like 
anything that's fancy for the sake of fancy or people pretending to be fancy or like trying to do something because we're supposed to do it. Like just right. dumb traditions. I don't like them at all. Well, that's when I was younger, that's the issue that I always had with church is that, you know, I, I grew up Catholic and my, my, my mom would always take me to church and I was required to go until I got confirmed. Uh, my, my confirmation, uh, there's, there's, First communion when you're young, and then you get a little bit older, and you get your confirmation. There's reservation. <laughs> exactly. There's confirmation. There's reservation is when you learn how to call a restaurant <laughs> order ahead on a Sunday after mass. Yeah. And then you um, confirm to make sure that you know everything's good to go day because of. Because that's just doing due diligence. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Responsible. Yeah. Uh, no. So once once I got confirmed, then she's like, then you can you can make your decision after that. And I was like, spoiler alert. <laughs> not not coming after that yeah yeah uh so it was just a ticking clock but that was the thing that always drove me nuts when i would go to church and i was i was in it like <clears throat> if you if you're into your faith that's wonderful and i support that and i'm not going to knock that for me i would look around and i would see people droning on not consciously aware of anything they were saying the priest would say you know uh, you know, gravy be with you. Yeah, uh, uh, peace be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, and then everyone, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give Him thanks and praise. All heavenly, like their responses were just monotoned. We're saying this because we're pre-programmed to say this. And as I was, I would sit there and I would just watch people. I'm like, none of you are aware of what. Like, do you know why you're saying what you're saying? When He's saying peace be with you, and you say also with you. Let's take that and let's break it down. What are you saying? Do you do you understand that? You know, mm -hmm. we lift them up, we lift them up to the Lord. What are you saying there? Or are you just repeating it back? And that's similarly, that's where I got frustrated with the pomp and sir. It was it was with the the ritual because of ritual. And I'm like, none of you. This doesn't seemingly mean anything to you. You guys are here to check a box so you don't go to hell. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and the I mean, idea that um yeah. it's it's just um you can't question it either. You know, because right. if you do, then you're a bad person. Right. And and for me, where I fell out of it was second grade. For first and second grade, uh actually I think even in kindergarten, my mom took me to preschool and kindergarten at these like religious places. Um and the first and second grade was at a Catholic school before I transferred over to uh, public school after that. And I just remember in particular, I think it was second grade. My second grade teacher uh, was like, we don't celebrate Halloween in this class because Halloween's not a Christian holiday. And I was like, fuck you, <laughs> lady. Stuff is stupid. Stuff is dumb. Doug hates stuff. That plane is like walked through the door and just flicked everyone off. <laughs> Oh God, uh, man! I'm just uh, writing that down. I think that'll be a good uh, a good clip right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just same thing. I I this has always stuck with me. Was I think I was in kindergarten, and we were hearing a story. Uh, it was one of those things back in the day, you know, where you didn't have TVs <laughs> in a room, and you would listen to like a, a like an actual record player. They would play and they would they would have like and school in rural Missouri was way different. It was, it was awesome. And they would have like um, was it a one room building and like all the grades were together? 
You guys wrote on individual chocolate. I remember if you were bad, they made you uh, drink a teaspoon or a tablespoon of vanilla extract. Like, Wait, not vinegar, vanilla extract? Yeah. yeah. Which, what? Which, by the way... <laughs> That's... As Natalie would tell you, Jill one time put too much vanilla in French toast. And Natalie now is like, hey, is there vanilla in that? I go, yeah. She's like, I don't want it. And I go, fuck you. You're having it. All right. Don't let that one experience. Do not punish mom and yourself because that one time I made her like cinnamon rolls. She's like, does that vanilla in it? I go, yeah. She's like, ooh. I'm like, there's cinnamon rolls. You tell me you don't want to eat cinnamon rolls. Right. Yeah, but anyway, so I think about that because I because she said that she's like that was too much. I'm like they used to feed that to kids, force feed it to kids who were bad. They're like, come over here, take your medicine, and they would give wow. them like a, a big old thing of vanilla. That's horrid, right? That is horrid, right? Yeah, yeah. and some kids were like, right. they're like, I don't care, I like it. <laughs> it's like and Missouri. Listen, you know. I'm not saying that guy didn't fuck his sister, but you know, yeah, who knows? Um, but I remember specifically they would, they were like, play this story on this record player and they had sort of like a felt board and they would stick like pictures that would go along with the story as it was being told of a record player. Very strange, but yeah. it, it was a story about this white lady missionary. We'll call her Karen who went to some, you know, African country or whatever, and she was trying to teach them about God, you know, and and and, and give them, share it in, in her ways because her ways were the best. And there was one particular story where actually I think her name was Jane. Jane sees uh, these uh, uh, indigenous people, like you know, drawing in the dirt, celebrating their God, and Jane goes and kicks it, like she just kicked 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 away everything that they were doing, and she was so angry. That they were worshiping another god, and I and I look back on that. Even then, I was like, "That's kind of mean. Like, that's really Wait, mean that were, you would." I'm sorry. Just to clarify, they were teaching this as if Jane was righteous mm -hmm. in doing so. Yeah. Oh boy. Because there's All only right. one true God, and oh to you know to worship a false god is a sin. You know, and that mm -hmm. stuck with me to this day. I will. I'm I'm 39 years old. I still remember that, and I remembered even then. I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, that's fucked up that right. this woman, here I am at five years old being like, that's pretty mean that this woman is going and kicking their own stuff. Like, that's that's right. super fucked up. And that's the sort of indoctrination that existed for yeah. most of that stuff. And I don't, uh, yeah, I'm like, no, 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 that's not cool at all. Like, that's, that's, that's the sort of stuff where you grow up with that just being downloaded into your brain oh, and yeah. then... When you go away, and that's when I went to college, and we would have like a, I had a, a required religion class that we took, and we would have these sort of um, discussions, uh, discussion groups um, after the main class. And I just remember I could see it, in these people and their responses to these questions. And my teacher was amazing. He was just asking like philosophical questions about things. Like at the time, you know, 9 11 had just happened, talking about Afghanistan. And, you know, this one girl was like, we, we got to go to Afghanistan because those women, you know, they're being mistreated and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, listen, that's true. How would you feel if they invaded our country and told us to do something completely different? Like, think about what you're what you're doing is you're you're saying your way is right. I agree, by the way, that they're not being treated well, but also think about the concept of what you're doing. You're 
you are forcibly entering someone else's place and being like, you need to change your ways. Do it our way. And I was it's like, that's fucked up. weird left brain, white, right brain. Like, talk about having to hold two different... Because we've talked about this before the mm -hmm. podcast is being able to hold two different thoughts in your head at the same time about the same thing, yeah. which is I'm in full agreement that that needs to stop. But at the same time, is this not just implementing someone else's way of doing things on another people, but that's necessary in this instance, but in the same breath, like, like talk about going back and forth. What a great, what a great topic for a philosophy. It was awesome because I saw a lot of kids like struggling because here we are 18 years old mm -hmm. out on our own, trying to think for ourselves. You can see them. They're like, content. but, yeah. but I was taught this and that this is wrong. And it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. And, I, I was nervous going into a religion class because I'm like, fuck, what is that? What the hell is I remember asking, like, do I have to do a religion class? Because I thought it was like, hi, welcome to welcome to God 101. Uh, right. But no, it was the idea of, you know, it was more of a historical study of this sort of stuff and how it applies. And it was, it was right. philosophy wrapped in there, too. And it was, it was actually a really great class. And just seeing that people struggle with the idea of everything they've ever just been told. And they, they were challenged a little bit on some of the stuff of like, yeah. eh, you know, what about, and that's so important. And I try to keep an open mind with that with Natalie. Cause I'm like, listen, I don't want to just put practical Doug in your brain, right? Like yeah. I don't want it. I don't want that to happen. I want you to think for yourself and come up with your own thoughts and ideas and how you're going to approach things. Cause that matters a lot to me. I would love to have discussions, you know, about this sort of right. stuff, but I want her to come to her own conclusions. Even if that means that she has a different viewpoint than me. Right. And it's like, yeah. I believe this. I'd be like, I don't agree with you, but let's talk it out. You know, yeah. I also want to live by the, and I hope this comes to pass where I'll be like, listen, if you ask for something and I say no, and you still want to do it, present a case. And if you can present right. a good enough case and you appeal to practical Doug, you might get your way. We might it might get over the the ruling might be overruled. I, I that's how I'm a teacher. I'd be like, listen, yeah, you got to appeal to my practical side. That's how you're going to get through to me. So right. when you ask for something, ask it as if you you know ask to get to practical Doug. That's what I tell right. people all the time. I'm like, here's the key to me: food and appealing to practical Doug. That's how right. you get through to me. Because if what you In say makes sense and is reasonable and logical, it's going to be really hard for me to walk away from that and be like, no, I'm going to be like, yeah. Ugh makes sense even if it doesn't benefit me i'm like eh, that makes sense that makes sense I'm, yeah. I'm 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 definitely subservient to practical doug oh very much so yeah mm -hmm. uh and before uh you know I, I would like to dive into practical doug just a uh hair bit more here but before we do that i want to go back just a, a a second and go on record just in case because this is the internet and it lives out there uh i think i speak for both of us when i say 100 percent uh, everyone needs to be treated uh, equally, yes. and, and that in that instance, uh, yes, go in there, stop that from happening. Uh, you know, people from being tortured and the women yes. from not being like. We're not saying that you should not stop that. It was more or less just saying, isn't it interesting that? But in this instance, a hundred percent, we are yes against that. So I don't want that to be misconstrued yeah. in any way, shape, or form. People yeah. should not be mistreated, tortured, no. beaten up, but. The other thing I was just trying to say is we also have to respect cultures. Not saying that we're like, hey, that's cool that you, uh, you know. Both things can be true, yes. but one trumps. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. yes, we've got that. Hey, guess what? You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. 
practical, 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 a couple Ash Practical Dugs that have slipped in since the last time we did this. <clears throat> Some really good ones, actually. And mm-hmm. so if this is your first time here, Practical Dug, we've mentioned Practical Dug a few times in this episode. Practical Dug is a tiny dug that lives inside larger dug and guides large dug and all life's uh, practical quagmires. He, he guides him through all of life's practical quagmires with sage advice from inside. And our community sometimes likes to ask practical Doug questions and you yourself can ask practical Doug a question you can join us live on tuesdays at 8 p.m central right here on youtube when we stream you can ask it in the chat you can go to our discord you can on social media hashtag ask practical doug any way that you can get a hold of us you can ask practical doug and we've got a few here doug uh that people are really really seeking counsel from you so are you ready i'm ready let's do it okay so the first one here uh, and this is from uh, Slotty, and he cites uh, Adam Ruins Everything, an episode of Adam Ruins Everything, where he asks, are purebred dogs immoral? Based on what he provided from Adam Ruins, Andy Ruins Everything, right? I think it's Adam Ruins Everything. Adam, Adam Ruins Everything, yes. Um, I'm going to look it up. It's quick. a four-minute like video that breaks down. It's Adam Ruins Everything. That breaks down how purebred dogs originally came to be and where they are today. And I realized this is a subject I was grossly misinformed on. Um, I remember hearing at a young age that purebred dogs uh, do get sicker and are actually aren't necessarily the good way to go. Um, but the way he breaks this down is the fact that purebred dogs are incredibly inbred. They are... Yes. And when you think about it from the sense of this was a fad that started in the 1920s when people were really big into eugenics. If you don't know what eugenics is, it's a basically finding, saying that only the people with the best genes should be able to breed and uh, basically create strong humans and things like that, which, you know, kind of led to, uh, I don't know, some Nazi stuff and shit like that. Um, so precursor much? Yeah. Um, so the idea, it was also something they did for fun. Like as a way to be like, look what I did. I made this purebred thing. And essentially these animals are, um, they're inbred, grossly inbred to the point where they showed a picture of a bulldog from 1920s and where the bulldog is today. And you're like, what have we done? <laughs> what what have we done? <laughs> How, why? Why did we do this? Why do we continue to do this? This is... Yeah. The, the, I think what what they say about either a pug or a bulldog that essentially it's it's barely able to breathe. And be like, oh uh, man, yeah. these things are so cute. They're <laughs> yeah. That's a genetic malfunction based on them just fucking their cousins and their mothers, and like it's gross. It's disgusting, right. <laughs> and it's it's it should not continue. It's absolutely immoral that we get away with this, and not only that, we celebrate it. With the fucking dog shows. And we're yep. like, look at this beautiful. And we've been trained to be like, this is what a beautiful dog looks like. It's like, no, that dog is fucked up. That dog, mm-hmm. they talked about there's certain dogs whose skulls actually are too small for their brains because we've just, they've been inbred to the point where that happens. Was it certain dogs just have permanent hip dysplasia? 
or yeah. will be, you know, I mean, yeah. what is it? Bulldogs aren't even expected to live that long. Like their average lifespan is nine years. Like it's, which is again, what have we done? Because that's not a nor that's not nature. No, that is not nature. Yeah. No. And yeah, it's like, you know, that purebred, imagine that if you're, because every time we see it in movies, media, like I always, uh, you know, it's Harry Potter, things like that. It's not good. I, I specifically right. think of the movie Gladiator, where Joaquin Phoenix's character, you know, basically tells his sister, you're, you're going to produce me an heir of true, pure blood. You know, I'm just like, ah, right. oh, that's what we're doing with these dogs. We're basically like, <laughs> make us a pure bread of your species. And the dog, and they're right. like, over time, they just get more and more deformed. They're like, let's keep this going. Right. Let's see if they can just be a big puddle of mush that can bark. You know, don't look at me. I'm a monster. Yeah, really. It yeah. truly is what it is. It's disgusting. And it's, I mean, really, at the end of the day, is there really any difference between a dog show and the Platinum Jubilee? I think not. I think not. <laughs> you put enough people on an island, they're going to fuck each other. I'm just saying. <laughs> Forever. Right. So yes, practical tug has ruled. <laughs> Purebred dogs are immoral. It is decided. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I think uh, I know we had a few more. Do you want to run through a yeah, few more? Let's run through them. Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so then, uh, from down under, Jared asks, hey, "Doug, practical Doug, should you use your phone while taking a shit?" Great question. Uh, we all do it. But the answer is no, you shouldn't do it. couple of reasons. Number one, um, you get a bunch of shit particles on your phone. And, you know, as you're pooping and whatever, you're wiping your ass, you're touching your phone, you're doing all that stuff. Like, it's, not, it's not a good thing. So you shouldn't do that. Second of all, let's face it. We all spend too much time in the toilet because we are looking at our phones instead of doing our business and getting off. Like, you know, just... Go in, take a shit, and leave. Get it over with. Get done. Move on with it. You're wasting time yes. on the toilet in a terrible position. Have you ever sat in a toilet so long that you're, you you start losing circulation to your legs and your legs tingle? 100% yes. Yeah. It happens way too often. We shouldn't me. do that. And I'm, I'm the worst at this. When I get up in the morning, first thing I do is I sit down. And, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to make an announcement, everybody. I sit yeah. down to pee. And let me tell you why. Oh, same. Let me tell you why. I'm so glad. I'll defend it. I'll yeah. defend it all day long. Guys, yeah. listen. Guys. I mean this. Guys. And guys will know what we're talking about. Girls, you're about to learn something about listen, us. Listen, yeah. guys, sit down to pee. All right? Don't You don't have to be a hero. You can sit down to pee. Here's why. One, it's more comfortable. All right? Number two, severely reduces splash and splatter. All right? Bingo. Like, just just do that. Like, it's, it's way better. There's nothing better than being like, I'm going to sit down. And enjoy myself while I pee. Well, here it is, too. In the morning sometimes, you know, uh, it stream's not always predictable, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so right there, it reduces not only splash, but just, you know, uh, miscalculations in, uh, in, in your aiming mechanism. And then uh, not to mention, I don't like to turn the lights on in the morning. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like to. I, it's too bright. And so you just fucking go in the you say, hey, that is what it is, you know. You just sit down. It's yeah, sit down. We got a follow-up question here. I won't sit down all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do stand up in the morning. One hundred percent of the time in the morning, though. If you gave me a urinal, I'll pee in the urinal. There That's what I would do. Okay. But if I'm at home, I'll sit down. I'm fifty-fifty at home, but in the morning, it's hundred percent of the time. Oh yeah, I I do it like pretty much ninety-nine percent of the time. I'll do it. 
Richie oh. says, I also sit down to pee, and if it's really cold, I piss all over my balls. Hey, man. <laughs> you do you, okay? Look, it also happens more the older we get, Richie. It's just going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. JF Potty Plant, welcome to the show. You only oh. get shit particles on your phone when flushing through. Flushing, though, right? Can you avoid the particles if your phone is away when flushing? Well, here's the thing. I think it's more than flushing because you're, you're touching your phone, right? You're reading your phone. You're like, all right, I'm done now. I'm going to wipe my ass, right? Or I'm going to do... No, not with phone. You didn't put it down in this. I put it in my pocket. I put object, it in my pocket. Oh, got it. Okay. I was like, you put it away. Wait, but your pants are up here? I mean, I, I guess this is where my pocket is right now. Like, yeah. I'm like, so you put it you put it in your pocket, right? You put it back down in your pocket. Think back to level C, object work. Fine, you're right, you're right, you're right. And it's not a phone, it's a phone, right? You put the phone in down into your pocket, right? And yeah. and so then you wipe your ass, you do what you're going to do. Hopefully you wash your hands, but you're still going to touch it. The whole time you're sitting there on the toilet, you're doing stuff, like your hands are gross. It's weird, you're, you're, you're touching your phone. I think there is some potential flush stuff, but also you're just in the bathroom, man. Like you've touched your body. I think it's kind of like the same people who are like, I don't wash my hand after I pee. My, my dick's clean. It's like, how right. do you know, man? How do you know? Oh, the, that person I told you about that I used to work with. Yeah. <laughs> I washed my hands before. So yeah, it's good. Like, it's I like, washed my hands before. Cause I, I've been working everything. I take a shower in the morning. So my dick's clean. And so when I, I wash my hands before I go to the bathroom and then when I leave, I heard that I've never, never shook that person's hand. Again. Exactly. Why would you? It was like, that's disgusting. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and uh, JF Potty Plant says, I've watched pee fly out of the toilet onto the floor shower door immediately, felt gross, and had to clean it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, again, another great, uh, you know, uh, uh, reason to sit down. The lie I used to tell myself that I was a straight shooter growing up, that how <laughs> when I pee, I was like, I'd see pee on the edge of the toilet, like, that's not for me. There's no way that's for me. I live with... You know, my brother and my dad who are, yeah. you know, my dad Animals. is, listen, I love my dad. My dad makes a goddamn mess. I'm just like, dude, are you even trying? Like, do you have a problem here? The amount of pee that just gets up on the floor, too? Yeah. Like, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's just dribbles, right? There's dribbles after that. Urinals are the worst, right? You ever go walk to a public bathroom and you see, like, there's pee on the floor. I'm like, how does this happen? It's disgusting. There are points where, like... You'll have to like on your tiptoes, like straddle to try to find the dry spots. Right. And it's fucking gross. It's disgusting. Because I'm yeah. always, you know, the worst part is because you don't want to step in it, you're stepping farther back, which means you're also contributing to the Bingo. pee pile. It's Absolutely, just making it yeah. worse. Now, the bathrooms that are the worst, worst are the ones where the floor is just inexplicably wet. And yes. you don't know if it's pee or if it's condensation. I say what's worse than that the floors are inexplicably sticky no matter where you step. And you're like, why is it. Why do I feel like I'm some goddamn octopus walking around here? Like like, I'm, <laughs> like I've got some special skill that's going to allow me to climb the side of a building like Tom Cruise in a Mission Impossible movie, you know? Like this is insane. Oh my god. Absolutely. <laughs> Richie says I got really drunk once and pissed on my dad. Now we're talking. Did you sit down though? Yeah, did you sit down to pee on him? Cuz that'd be kind. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. So well, yes. Wonderful practical dugs. Don't use your phone while taking a shit. And also, sit down to pee. You're welcome. There you go. And that, you've heard it right out of the, the Practical Doug's mouth. Bada bing, bada boom. Ta-da! And it's done. Well, that was fun. I love Woo! this. I love that we're doing like one segment a week as opposed I to know. putting them all in because they get, 
they get the spotlight they deserve. So yes. I like is we can do multiple ones too for Ask Practical Doug, which is great. Yes. So if you ever have Ask Doug, Ask Practical Doug questions, hit us up on social media or drop them in the comments wherever. Just you know at MindGap Podcast. Uh, I will I will answer your questions practically and I'll give you a good straight answer. Boom, boom. Uh, Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? Uh, look, I think you and I are aligned on this one. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. Stranger Things. Stranger, Stranger Things. Things season four. Do it. Get on it. I know you said you slept on season three because season two is kind of a snore for you. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, let me go back now that this is out. If you did the same thing, watch season three, get into season four. And once the final two, two hour long, each movies come out, <laughs> the final two episodes are supposed to be like two hours long a piece. I know the last one's like two and a half hours or some shit like that. I it's mean, over it's two fun. hours. They're, yeah, they're they're releasing two movies at the as the end of season four, but as soon as those come out, I think it's July first. Uh, you know, we'll we'll do a deeper dive into it. But you've so you've got from now until then to catch up. Go watch them. Holy shit, was this a good beginning of this season? Yes, I was. Mm. Yeah, I, I I was I was like I should probably check this out again. So I watched all of season three, which was phenomenal, and then I jumped right into this season. And I'm like, God damn, this is good. This is really yeah. really really good. I can't wait to see how they sort of wrap up the season. And uh, yeah, so highly recommend. I told to my wife too, because she and I watched the first two seasons and she's like, do I have to rewatch them? I'm like, I don't think so. I didn't. But I also remember shit at a rate that's unhealthy (laughs) and unneeded, unneeded ability where I'm like, I remember everything that happened in the first two seasons of this random show. Um, But yeah, check it out. It's very, very good. It's worth the time. It's incredibly bingeable and fun and great. And yeah. So we both got the same recommendation. Stranger Things Season 4. Get on Absolutely. Outside of that, gang, please don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at MindGapPodcast. Please like and subscribe on YouTube at my, uh, it's YouTube.com slash MindGapPodcast. Uh, a like and a subscribe costs you nothing, and it helps us so much. We have been cruising, man. We've gotten – we're up to 186 subs on our YouTube channel. We are – fastly closing in on 200 which is huge like we are going to be closely 20 percent of our way to hitting those monetization goals so if you like what we do here and you want to get notified of what's going on hit that sub hit the subscribe button it would be awesome it would mean the world to us Uh, also please be sure to check out all the stuff that we have on our youtube channel we've got uh our full episodes we've got we break out our segments so if you want to catch a ask practical doug or a throwdown or our new anime out of context segment which is super fun or check out our shorts we got a bunch of silly ass shorts that we put up all the time. So, which we put one out today, which referenced my wife and meat church. And she was like, Hey, Hey, yep. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just remember when it shows up in the algorithm, hit like, okay. Um, so check all that stuff out. Uh, it'd mean the world to us. Uh, also, um, please don't forget to um, follow Justin online too. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Podbean, all the places. If you have a place where you listen to a podcast, you can find us on that platform. And if not, write your congressman. Let him know. Uh, And then like, subscribe, share, rate, review, all those things. Uh, The sharing uh, means a lot to us. Let your friends know that we're out there. Big, big, big stuff. And then uh, 2east8th.com. And keep an eye on all of 2 East 8th's social medias. And I've got a brand new one for you to follow. Fuck yeah. Uh, Give me one second here. It is. uh, (laughs) 
I want to make sure I get it right. Hold on. Give me one second here. Uh, it is love and improv film, love and improv film, all one word uh, spelled out. And that is the official Instagram account for our feature film that we're going to be shooting later this year. So follow that love and improv film uh, and we'll have updates. And once we start going into production, some behind the scenes stuff, um, you know, we'll be posting anything and everything to do about the film, uh, maybe some table reads, some rehearsals, things like that. So we got a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun ideas. Yeah. You just need people to go see them. So go go give us a follow. Love and Improv Film on Instagram. And while you're on 2 East 8th, hit the apply button in the upper right-hand corner because you could apply to become a collaborator and join the creative process with Justin and Drew. <laughs> and what they're going to do is like they're going to – you apply and they're going to take the first 100 people and you're going to join a creative room where you can help create characters and design things. And at the end of it – You'll get your very own NFT that's just for you for these for these characters that you create. It's going to be an amazing process. Yeah. Hey, look, I think you might be confused with another company, but that's cool. Uh, if you can find an apply button on our website, I'll tell you what. Here's the thing: go to our website, see if you can find that apply. Click all over the website. Click all the links. Find that apply button. It's hidden in there somewhere. Listen. Yeah. Justin's very passionate about this. All right. It's, uh -huh. it's a wave of the future and he's ready to explore ways to, to, to get creative. All right. And this to include NFTs at the same time. Collaboration in the metaverse, baby. Yes. This is how we're doing it. Okay. All right. <laughs> all of that may have been bullshit. I don't know. Figure it out. Go to tweestate.com and see what you find. Yeah. Figure it out. Find, find the hashtag find the apply button. Hashtag figure it out. <laughs> Whatever. One's yep. aggressive. One's not. I don't know. We'll find out. Love and improv film. Check it out. Oh, man. Fun episode. Uh, this was great. And uh, <laughs> Richie goes, I was actually looking for the button. <laughs> it's a bit of an inside joke uh, that Justin and I have. Justin shared something with me today, and he was like, I don't understand this new creative process people are doing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I want to say, uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.